Hello and welcome back to the Unlocked Potential podcast. On this week's episode, we have Tom Smith, who is an author of the book called Fearless and who is a self-development business mentoring coach. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to give us a follow or subscribe on any platform that you're listening on. Thanks so much for coming on, Tom. What's happening? Uh, Taking time out for your your busy schedule. Totally my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, So for anybody listening, you've actually achieved so much. You've um, your book called... Fearless for anyone. Fearless, yeah. An antidote to self-doubt. I wrote that during COVID, actually. Oh, did you? Mm. Yeah. That's why I feel like, I said this on the podcast before, I feel like COVID sometimes brought, like, um, people were able to take a bit of time off and do other things and to do something else that they wanted to do. So is that something that you was on your kind of... Yeah, well, I'm... uh, So just to jump straight into COVID, like, I remember, I I own a hotel business called Dream Apartments, and uh, we lost £2 million in the first six weeks. Oh my God, um, Jesus Christ. Because the world as we knew it just stopped. Um, and then we went into the most challenging trading pattern from the Second World War. Um, but then I just decided what I'm going to do here is take complete control of the situation. And we did. Um, and we then stopped surviving through COVID and started thriving. Because um, I owned. How, a, did you, how did you do that then? with Because I owned a hotel, a part business, a part hotel business. And yeah. one of the good things that for me was construction and mainline industries were allowed to still continue to work. Boris Johnson and the UK government started closing hotels all over the UK, but I was allowed to stay open because we were apart hotels, so people could self-isolate and work. So then the next thing, we started making 5,000 sales calls a week instead of 1,000 sales calls. Now, most of those sales calls were never answered because people were either ill, furloughed, or had lost their jobs. But the 500 calls a week that were answered, we started working with Amazon, National Health, all the different companies, haulage businesses and stuff that were all allowed to be open to the point where we went, we are a capacity here. So I went from 250 and my wife says to me, are you, you're going to expand during a global pandemic? Are you nuts? I'm like, yes, I'm watch this space. And I went from 250 apartments to 550 during the global pandemic while all my competitors looked at me thinking it was insane. Yeah. And I wasn't. During that, I also wrote a book, Fearless. I opened my Dream Antoine course, which I'm sure you want to touch on. Yeah, is that only in a, a recent thing? Is it the mentorship? No, it's been going for the last three years. Oh, but, you know, oh yeah, sorry. I, I, well, yeah, the COVID thing for me with COVID, I was not going to look back during COVID after, after two years away and say, I should have done this or I should have done that. I just done yeah. all of it. I followed yeah. government guidelines, but I went for it. I didn't want to sit in the house for a road. Yeah. I just kept going and going and going. And, and it paid dividends. And you have apartments in different countries as well, right? Yeah, but our, we'll, have it, we'll have partners and stuff in different countries. Um, but we'll have Dream Apartments, Belfast, Liverpool, Newcastle, Manchester, Middlesbrough, Dundee. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I, I also am a property developer. I build houses and apartments all over the UK as yeah. well. So how how did you start all this? Obviously, did you, where, did you come from a family or a background where, like there's entrepreneurs or business people in your family? No, and, and that's a, a great question. Um, my mum and dad, I'm very lucky, are still alive. Um, they're in their 70s. I grew up in Belfast in a house full of love, but we had, we were penniless. Like most people yeah. growing up in the 1970s in Northern Ireland, we, we grew up in a better 30-year conflict where both sides of our community were killing each other. So well, yeah. there was no entrepreneurship. And growing up in Belfast especially, you weren't supposed to be wealthy or successful or anything like that because we let our whole country was suppressed with the war. Yeah. But I just had this thing in my head that I wanted to be different. 
Um, and that I've got DNA in me of strength, which I think I get resilience from my own city, Belfast. Um, and at the age of 10 years old, I got my first job in a fish and chip shop. Um, because so my friends were all buying the best trainers and the best tracksuits. And my mom and dad didn't believe in that. They're on a tight ship at home because if we couldn't afford it, we didn't get it. And I yeah. respect that. But at the age of 10, I worked in a fish and chip shop. I was a kid that peeled the potatoes and made the chips every day after school. And I got paid £10 a week. But, oh that, but that was 39 years ago. I've been working for 39 years. Um, and sometimes I would have bought my own trainer's tracksuits or other times I'd have just looked at my money box knowing I put that money there. It was me. Yeah, saving so, and stuff. Yeah. So, such a young age as well. Like a young entrepreneur was born at 10, yeah. Yeah. Saving at such a, like that's how you'd think you'd just be squandering your money, do you know? No, it was just amazing sometimes when you looked at 10 years old and seen 50 quid, which was, yeah. I still think it's a lot of money. You know, yeah. but I, I knew as a kid that's my money. And money then gave me a choice in life and helped me make decisions and give me options. Yeah, so it still does. Where where did you go then from from then? I went then to become a young contractor, a roofing contractor, and I got paid more money than anybody else. Um, why, why? What age were you then, sorry? Nineteen. Nineteen. And yeah. I got paid more money than anybody else because I decided to work for the security forces, um, which meant I was a target. We get paid a thing in Northern Ireland called danger money because you work for security forces. And I can remember one time, it, it feels normal back then, we were working on the police forensic lab and the policeman came running out saying, get off the roof. And I'm like, what's wrong? He says, there's a sniper in the forest, get off the roof. So we all get down. The police and everybody went into the forest looking for who, who the sniper was that was going to kill workmen, which was us. And um, why? Because, like, because there was a 30 year conflict this is in the middle oh, of a war right, okay. so you, this you, was, you weren't allowed to work for security there forces snipers and stuff there. like I didn't well, realise it was yeah, Belfast Northern yeah, Ireland yeah. it was people don't realise how crazy it was over the border yeah. you know it was and so then we we got down and had our lunch and the police and everybody in the army went into the forest about an hour later we realised whoever was there had to have been away so we just got back up and started putting the roof on the building you know our, just going on as normal our abnormal life became normal but that resilience made you as a person. Yeah, you know? that's, that's crazy, yeah. Mm. And then what did you do afterwards then? Oh, you were a roofer. At, at Went into property in a big way. Um, I've continued to, I've lived in Dubai, I've opened hotel businesses. I'm a property developer all over the UK and Ireland. I've got sales investment businesses. I've got mm. my mentoring business now, which I'm sure we'll touch on. But I get up every day and hustle like I haven't got £10. Yeah, so and what does your daily routine look like or your weekly routine yeah. like? Um, I get up at 3.45 a.m. Yeah. six days a week. I used to do 4 a.m., but I thought to myself, I need to beat this. Yeah, you so need that. I beat it now at 3.45, and I don't want to go any earlier. That's enough for me, 3.45. Um, I will then do my journaling. I'll get up and write my goals, my gratitude, and my mantra. Then I'll go to the gym, um, or I might be on a flight to England, depending what stage my week's at. But um, yeah. and then I'll have back to back meetings until that night. And so, what time was you like? Say, call it a day, relax, chill out, go to bed. Yeah, when I'm in England and I work three days a week there, I'll work from three forty-five to ten or eleven at night. Yeah. Um, and when I'm home, so you're still grinding. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. Because sometimes I'm working with people in different time zones, like America yeah, exactly, yeah. or China or Australia. So, um, I have yeah. to work to suit their needs, not mine. Yeah. So you, do, you, do you not feel like you can take, you're at a stage now that you can take a step back now? I don't want to take a step back. Yeah. I don't want to. So what's, what, what are your, like, what are your goals going forward then? Like, 
I'd think like someone so successful like that, you'd be like, okay, right now I can kind of take a step back a little bit. But it's the hustle that I love. Yeah. You know, me taking a step back would be my idea of a complete nightmare. Yeah. That does not suit me. You know, I want to push for more. Now, to flip it on itself, am I grateful for what I have? Absolutely. I love yeah. what I have and I am so grateful. I live, of li- I live a life of gratitude. But why would I hold back when I know I can achieve so much more? I want my, I don't want, I want to make sure my mentoring business becomes a global sensation. Um, and my prayers in the morning to God, I say, please help me be an inspiration and motivation to one billion people. Um, and I believe it's my job in my life to help other people. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I'm going to be opening a new rooftop hotel in Northern Ireland and um, more public speaking globally. Um, I've acted in a movie recently. Yeah, actually, uh, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, what's uh, the movie called? Um, Two Days of Blood, Rise of a Foot Soldier. Mm-hmm. And I've been picked for three more movies since. Oh, that's unreal, yeah. And yeah. So, was there another one that you were in? No, that's the, that's the first one that I've been oh, in. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought I'd seen a different one on your Instagram. And yet, is it a big part, is it? Or no, the, it's not. No, it's a small yeah. part. Well, that's but that's where you have to start. You have to yeah. start somewhere. Exactly, you know? yeah. Um, and, you know, my friend says, well, at least you're in a movie, man. And uh, yeah, Who gets to say that? Not and, a lot of people. And my part was with a stripper, so I'm not saying <laughs> anymore. But, say your wife wasn't happy yeah, about that. No, no, well, it was that. She was an actress, uh, not a stripper, but it was yeah. it was good fun. Um, but it was definitely stepping out of your comfort zone, which I, yeah. I do not live in a comfort zone. I'm always out of it. You know, it's all yeah. about growing. I let, It's about, for me, getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't grow if you're constantly doing the same thing. as Not like, a chance. Yeah. And I'm pushing and hustling all the time. And I became very good friends with Terry Stone, the actor, movie director. He's made 33 films. Um, Terry's asked me recently to be in a new film. Um, and another couple have been that have popped up. And I'm just also doing it to inspire other people, to show them if Tom yeah. can do it, I can do it. Especially the kids from the street. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. Know? And Because um, I'm just a kid from the street. Yeah, and I'd say you're such a like inspiration to your kids then as well. They're seeing that you're able to do so much. They're, what 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 do they do? They're, yeah, my daughter Farah, my youngest, is in, doing her A levels. She wants to be my business partner, and um, she's going to be. I'm just I'm going through a process. The minute they get her a first property deal, my 23 year old has a master's in international law, and um, is a is a genius. Um, yeah. And she's just had her granddaughter yes. Nova. Um, so like I'm, they inspire me too because they're both really strong female warriors, including my wife yeah. as a female warrior, you know, and um, I hope I inspire them, but they also inspire me. Yeah, no, I'd say they do definitely, you know, when they're in kind of like a family who's doing well and stuff like that, you're kind of seeing that it's it's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Impossible is nothing. You yeah. just need to keep going. If you believe in you, you can do it all. And I definitely believe in myself, but it hasn't always been that way. You know, I didn't yeah. wake up this person. I've built this person. Yeah. And that's why the mentoring is so successful now, because I know what it's like to come up from work, living in the street. I know what it's, it's like to come up, coming through a war. I know what it's like to come through uh, fighting addiction fr- from alcoholism and beat it. So, you know, I know what it's like to right, come through the whole war of adversity and come out the other side. So when I'm coaching people, it's not from a book, it's from real life experience. Yeah. And that's why so many people are signing up for Dream Mentor because it's real. Yeah, you know? and that's what I was going to say. You, you don't drink anymore, no? I wouldn't have a drink for 200 million quid. Yeah. I hear it. I've got God in my life. I've got my recovery. I've got AA. Yeah. Happy wife, happy life. You know, it's my house is full of happiness. Yeah, you know? that's all. I was, um, 
I've been thinking I'm like I'm only 20, 26 now from when I was like how old am I um, that's what I was thinking I was like I feel like drink just kind of stops you from achieving so many things yeah, if you're like, a serious male or female entrepreneur yeah. alcohol is not the solution like you know because yeah. I would often say to people even if you feel rough two days a week multiply by 52 that's 104 days a year you're losing feeling like shit yeah and then it's it's like a knock-on effect for the rest of your week. Of course. Yeah, like so you'll, you'll, you're not giving a hundred percent the rest of the week either. So your levels of no. productivity. It takes a bit to like Thursday, Thursday night mm. to actually feel like you're back to yourself again. And then, then it's it back to, on it. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like yeah. I've been there. Yeah. So how long are you? Have you not drank now? I've been in recovery for nine years, um, but I've had multiple falls on the journey. Um, but yeah. now I wouldn't have a drink for all the money in the world. Um, yeah. it's my sobriety is my life yeah. and it's my ultimate strength I never feel intimidated I like people drinking around me oh that's know. that's the one thing that I was kind of like because I've been thinking about it and then I'm like I don't know if I'd be able to be around people who are actually but at the pissed. start you mightn't be able to be um, you know for me like, it's I like love, is it not annoying yeah when people turn on the assholes I leave alright but you yeah. know but you know sometimes everybody's all having a good fun and then I split at 12 o'clock anytime after that doesn't really serve me uh, yeah, and I like driving home. I like knowing that I'm in the gym the next morning. And everybody's racked by a hangover. Uh, yeah, I've always got that added advantage. I believe in my head on other people because I don't drink. It's definitely my superpower. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, what is your book about then? Fearless is an antidote to self doubt because people don't yeah. believe in themselves and they doubt themselves. And I decided to write that during COVID to help other people. My job writing that book was if I help one person, my job was done. But I haven't helped one of helped thousands with that book. It's just been a, a bus conductor came over to me yesterday and says, Your book's amazing, Tom. Will you sign it for me? I says, Absolutely. You know, um, yeah. I've done the audio version of it. I so wrote it's on Audible and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which Do you was, speak it yourself? Yeah, it's me. And the yeah. fun that we had doing it. Yeah, did that um, take long? Yeah, it took weeks. Because you yeah. start off doing great and then the next thing, your yeah, energy yeah. drops and you start. Yeah, because you have to actually read it as. Yeah, like you can't just read mm. a like a dull tone of voice. No, like you need to have it empowered. Yeah. Um, the word "fuck" popped up quite a amount of times as you were trying to do it. You're like, ah, you know, because you can't make <laughs> mistakes, and then you cut it, stop, yeah. go back again. Yeah. But it was really worth it. Yeah, I was recording for online courses. I'm doing all like beauty courses online, and oh, Jesus Christ, the amount of times you mess up, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have a load of videos from behind the scenes, and it's like just me pulling faces. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, frustrating. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. So, um, how for anyone like listening or at and who does have a lot of self doubt, what would you? You gotta believe in you. You know, yeah. if there's other people standing behind you chirping in your ear that you can't do something and you need to change your circle of friends or sometimes you need to distance yeah. yourself from family members who are wanting to hold you back but you need to be your own biggest fan like if you mm -hmm. believe in you you can do anything the only person ever going to hold you back is you and for me it's about changing your self-talk inside your head once yeah. you change your self-talk inside your head and become your own biggest fan the world belongs to you yeah, and I feel like that a lot of that comes down to what you were saying you do in the morning, like your affirmations and stuff, because I only started listening to them a couple of weeks ago and I feel like I'll just throw, throw in like a YouTube video while I'm in the car listening to affirmations. And I feel like that kind of makes me start believe different things about myself. Yeah, of course. You see, yeah. your, your brain's a supercomputer. So whatever you tell it, it'll believe. So, you know, yeah. I write an A4 page in the morning, including my goals and gratitude, but my mantra, and it's everything after I am. And it's about this amazing, powerful individual. But that guy's me. 
And, yeah. you know, that's not me speaking with too much confidence. I got to believe that I'm him. Yeah, you're not stay. trying to be cocky or no, like... No, not at all. But I have to believe that I'm him yeah. to become him. I can't coach or mentor people if I don't believe in me. Yeah. So, like, I've got to the stage where I totally believe in Bulletproof. I believe I love money and money loves me. Money comes to me so easily. I have all these amazing conversations with all the different attributes in my life. Even in 2021, I wrote from magazines to movie scenes. I'm here to do it all. And went, hold on, I like this. Then took the sentence from the mantra and turned it into a goal, which then got me a part in a movie because I believed in it so much. Yeah. You know, yeah. what do you think you become? And I think I'm good at everything that I do because I have to. If I don't, I could go down a rabbit hole of self-doubt and I'll have to read my own book. And this this is uh, something that you do every morning then? Yeah. Uh, six days a week, yeah. Yeah. On a Sunday, I do zero. Apart from go to the gym, walk the dogs, be a husband, be a dad. And I completely switch my brain off. Yeah. Do you find it hard, like, switching off? No, because I've trained myself how to do it. I'm going to train clients. Yeah. Like, I've got dream mentoring one-to-one clients. Um, top business people who are wanting to go to whole new levels after the course. Or instead, they'll maybe say, I don't want to do the course. I want to work with you bespokely one-to-one. And I teach these people how to reset and stop. Because yeah. it's so important. You have to be able to reset and stop and switch off. Because if you don't get that disengagement, you're still yeah. caught on the rat wheel. So I feel like for me, when I have to do that, I have to turn my internet off. Totally. You know, yeah. you have one of the things that I always do on a Sunday, like my phone goes in the, the drinks cabinet and I will not touch it for a minimum of six hours. See, yeah. disengaging from social media and not being available on your phone. It's so yeah. refreshing. And I recommend it for anybody. You know, it's also amazing for your mental health. I feel like it's stressful, your phone going off every two seconds. You're just kind of like, like, it's, you know, a, a mobile phone was made to connect us, but it's actually disconnecting us. You know, so many people, are you okay there? Yeah, yeah, I'm just done. And you're like, hold on, you've been on rails for two hours. Uh, yeah, what are you doing? I'm you just know? looking at this for a minute and then you're like, they're still on at the last Social time. media should be there to enhance you and your business, not yeah. to control you. And do you, that's what was your social media, you have such a big following. Did you, have you well, ran that yourself this whole time? My amazing social media guy sitting over here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I also had a fantastic company called Chic PR doing it before AJ. Yeah. Um, but we haven't scratched the surface yet. Like we yeah. were totally going for it. It's global takeover time. Isn't that right? And how, how long have you been, uh, like, how long have you had the Instagram page? I, I'm only new on the Instagram. On the Instagram. Like, so, I'm only on it a couple of years. Um, I, I I never seen myself going on to that platform. Um, but now I realise, you know, my grand... It's, another, it's a different world. Well, yeah, but yeah. it would have been one of my grandmans. I thought of putting myself out there. Why? Because growing up in Northern Ireland, you know, you'd have been told as a kid, don't put your head above the parapet because you would have had it shot off. You know, yeah. you weren't supposed to really be successful or show yourself. And I went, hold on, I'm going to change this. And social media has exploded for me. And the amount of business that I've had from it has been incredible. It's it's the only way to build a brand. Yeah, that's what I feel like if you're if you're going to look, like if I would have heard your name, someone's like recommended you, I probably went would have went straight to your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. And then I probably would have been judging you off that, you know. Yeah, well, it's there's businesses yeah. now. I know fa- friends and stuff that own companies. And they'll check somebody's profile out. So do you, when you're employing them for a job, to make sure, because yeah. they don't have a profile, then you say to yourself, why don't they have a profile? Yeah, to be honest, I've done that. Anytime I've do like done mean? interviews or anything like that, and I'm, I'm like, I'll obviously have a few that I'm kind of thinking I might take them on. I looked them up. You do that, like, because mm. um, obviously you don't know their background or whatever, where from their social media, you're able to kind of find out a bit more about them. The thing about social media, I was saying to AJ earlier on, it's about, 
being real in no. a world full of fakeness, just be yourself and be real. Because no. then people buy into you, who they buy into the real people. Yeah, you know, it's more relatable. Well, yeah, there's yeah. just so much nonsense out there. You know, people getting photographs, stand beside a Lamborghini, it's not their car and all that stuff. Yeah, you, know, you see a lot of girls doing that. Be, be real. Be yourself. Yeah. Be your own biggest fan, but be yourself, you know. Because yeah. people will, if you're true about yourself, people will want to work with you. They'll want to yeah. work with your company. Or people renting out a car that's not theirs just for like a, a few pictures well, or videos. That's okay to a certain extent, but don't pretend it's uh, yours. Yeah. Yeah, they won't, they won't go on that it's not theirs <laughs> no and then you see them driving out and someone else something else there the week yeah, after I just think it's, it's you really do stand out when you become real yeah uh, and people then buy into you that you're authentic so what way does your for if anyone's looking to do mentorship with you what way does your mentorship work my dream mentoring program there's yeah. two different ones there's the one to one and the 16 week the 16 week is a group mentoring and thank you for asking the Monday night is a coaching session with multiple people all on Zoom um, and it's a coaching session where we teach a certain subject to benefit all the mentees. Um, yeah. It's really high intense energy. Everybody's sitting, writing notes, asking questions, all interaction. It's incredible. And what um, type of like topics would you be covering? We could be it? talking about self-doubt. We could be talking about how to dominate social media. We could be talking about self-talk inside your head, how to be your own biggest fan, um, yeah. how to correctly write goals in a way that they'll become real and happen. Because you have to write your goals in the pretense that you've already achieved it. I also write, when you're writing your goal, put a date on it. So then it gives you something to work towards. Yeah. I don't believe in the manifesting of a goal. I believe that you should be a massive action taker to go and grab and take that goal. Like yeah. I didn't manifest a Lamborghini at the back of my house. I went and worked my ass off and bought the Lamborghini. Yeah. Massive action and hard work bought me that. I feel like there's a big thing with the word manifest. And I feel like a lot of people think that's, I think I said that before on a different podcast. Just that, like, you think about something's just going to, like, appear, but you have to walk towards well, it. Yeah. Uh, you it's know, not hard, just about daydreaming about it. Hard work works. And for me, yeah. one one of the sentences that I would tell my clients, when you're writing your goals, play the movie in your head. Visualize yourself achieving yeah. the goal. And, and, re you feel it and relish yeah. and feel it. But then go and do the work to achieve it is where it's at. Yeah. Instead of hanging out, you know, just thinking and thinking about it all the time. Like, I also believe what you think you become, but you need to be an action taker. Like, you're yeah. not successful because you sat manifesting thinking about it. You went and done it. Yeah, you exactly. Know? So yeah. it's, I also, I, I just always believe in massive action. Is uh, Massive action works in everything. And that's one of the subjects we talk about in the mentoring course, massive action. Yeah. And you, you've you worked with Grant Cardone, haven't you? Yeah, I was with yeah. him um, in August there. Yeah, that's amazing. And what, what type that, of work well, did you do? Here's, here's something. I wrote a goal for three years, six days a week, that I'd be working with Grant. Did you? Three yeah. years, six Did days. Did you say ago. that to him? Did you tell him? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had such a laugh with him. He's um, he's just one of the guys. You know, he's an American billionaire, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Jared Glant is president of me, our friends. The whole team in Miami all know me. But I made sure that I connected with all those guys. So, you know, my friend says to me, hold on, you're from Belfast. This is three years ago. How are you going to connect with an American billionaire? I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing yeah. this. I feel a connection. I'm going to do it. So, what made you want to connect with him? Say out of. I listened to his book ten x sixteen times, and Did I just you? went. This is just um, this is off the chart. I'm on this. I'm There's, like, I need to write this down. Yeah, <laughs> well, what's the book? Ten uh, x by Grant Cardone. Okay. Um, I just felt a full. I was drawn to them. Um, so what did I do? I started having really big wins during COVID, and I started sending his office all my wins on video. Yeah. 
Then the next thing his office started sending me all my videos back, showing me everybody watching this mad Irish guy winning. I'm like, I'm part of this 10X. Then I sent an $800 donut delivery to their office for all of them. It was like 280 staff. And they sent me videos. Thank you, Tom. Everybody's eating donuts. And I'm like, I'm working towards connecting with all these people. Yeah. Then I got a beautiful video from Grant saying, hey, Tom, really looking forward to working with you guys. Then COVID started opening up. I walked, I went to their office, met everybody in their office, just kept building and building relationships, which is what it takes Yeah. all of the time till the point in August there, it felt so normal meeting them. Why? Because I wrote the goal for and three you've, years. And you've been kind of connecting as well before yeah, you actually But in met my him. head, I'd met him probably a yeah. thousand, five, fifteen hundred times, just writing, writing. And I just see myself doing it so many times. It just felt so normal. So privileged, but normal. Yeah, that's that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but then what did I do after meeting Grant? I um went back to the hotel for a swim and then I went to AA. Yeah. That's where it's at for me. I didn't go out and celebrate. I don't need to go out and celebrate. I went to an AA. That was a celebration in itself. You don't need a bit of drink to... No, I went and sat in AA and told, you know, people's story about my recovery and listened to other yeah. people's story about recovery and then went home, went back to the hotel and got room service, went to bed. That's yeah. what it's all about, I believe. And is with the AA, like, is that, like, you can do that anywhere in the world? Like, of course, yeah. That's, is is that over, like, a Zoom? Global. No, I, I walked in the meeting. Oh, into any, like, just in any I was country. sitting with 50 Americans in, in uh, Florida, in Miami, in an AA yeah. meeting. And how often would you, would, you, would, you, would you do that? Twice a week, I go to AA, you know, because AA and self-development are the same. It works when you put the work in. Yeah, exactly. You know, when you yeah. work on you, you will, it works. It's as simple as that. Yeah, there's a lot of people my age who would be like having addiction to like drugs or drink, mm. and it's just it's like yeah, the cocaine's norm. taking over the world. Yeah, it's such a such and a it's big not thing. normal. You see, you know, I've amazing yeah. people like AJ in my life and stuff. You know, normal people don't take drugs. Yeah, and, and if you're around circles of people that it's normal that they do, change your circles. You know, yeah, exactly. because addiction's a killer disease. Everybody forgets that. There's so many people down all around us that you don't hear, or people committing suicide because they're coming off. Alcohol or drugs, you know, nah. addiction is a killer disease. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a touchy subject. Yeah, and so you've said you've mentored people one to one and stuff like that. I've worked with some of the biggest business people all over the UK. Yeah, um, and I continue to, you know, I, I just feel so blessed that one to one connection to it became people's business partners. I have a guy, Matthew Reynolds who was one of my one-to-one -one clients who is now building nine houses with me in Leeds at just under a million pound each. And he had never done anything to do with property. And he, I taught him everything. And, yeah. um, you know, you're forming friendships, business relationships. Do it's, you think... It's incredible. Yeah, I feel like the power of networking, like meeting other people and stuff. Do you feel like that's where the money is at, pro uh, property development? Yeah, I think the money's everywhere. You just yeah. need to be looking for it. Are you hungry enough yeah. for it? You know, the angles are all there. Um, property has served me so well. Um, yeah. I bought my first house, 18, 19. Um, and in 1994, I bought my first house. Um, and then it was amazing in our country. Then we had peace. You know, both all the terrorist organizations called peace. Um, the house that I bought for 30 grand quadrupled. And um, yeah. so property has served me from a very young age and continues to on a daily basis. Yeah, I feel like it's only, it just keeps going up the prices of it. Yeah, and I, 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 I've i got yeah. a very nice passive income from property too. Yeah. You know, so it will yeah. always work. Never fails. Yeah. I I agree with Grant Cardone. Property is the one that never lets you down. Yeah. 
And so what's your, what's your next couple of goals or what, what's next that you want to do? Definitely take my mentoring business global, yeah. um, all over the, all of the UK. I want to, I want to be the biggest mentor self-development guy in all of Dublin and Southern Ireland. Yeah. Um, full of all the UK, Poland, all of Europe, breaking into the American yeah. market. Have you got many clients from Europe and stuff? Polish clients, yeah, I do. Yeah, oh, do so you? I'm already working on it. I just I'm taking action all the time. AJ's. And would they be say like Polish people that live over here or people both, actually in Poland? Both, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. really? No, like, yeah, yeah that, that's amazing. Um, even like in uh, January, sorry, February this year, I was in Miami coaching 182 dentists. Um, for that were from Miami, yeah. Plains Dentistry. I met a guy called Doctor Alex. He's a very close friend of mine. He owns one of the best dental practices in America, and I was over coaching and mentoring a staff for two days. I flew over, worked with his team on Cocoa Beach, flew home, you know, on the th third day. I'd say you're always on the plane. Yes. <laughs> Traveling. Um, yeah, I've got a bad carbon footprint. Like, I'm always on a airplane. Yeah, yeah. Do you, um, so do you find it hard managing social life and work? And now I know you were saying now on the weekends you'll just switch off. But do you, so you wouldn't find it hard or anything like that? Yeah, you know, for me, I... um. Truth be told, I became obsessed with success a few years ago to the point yeah. where I forgot what was important, which is my wife and kids. Um, yeah. And now I make sure on a Friday night come four or five o'clock, I'm off my phone until Monday morning. Yeah, that's um, good. And I won't be on it. Now, my wife might say different, but that's me just picking it up sometimes, scrolling. Sunday, it's locked away. I don't want to be on it. I love that disengagement yeah. from uh, life. Yeah. Sunday's a very special day to me. I've just complete switch off. Do you feel like your family is the same then? Like your kids and stuff? Or would you put your phone away and then you're like, uh, here, I might as well take it out? No, no. If I'm off it, I'm off it. You know, um, yeah. my wife and I, if we're out for date night, like I will not be on my phone, neither will she. We're ruthless yeah. with that. You know, we're ruthless with our own happiness. Yeah. That's good. We yeah. want to be together. You know, yeah. um, and of course, if two daughters, they'll be on their phone and you're like, can you please put that away? But uh, yeah, yeah, we, we're, we've got a good close-knit family, you know. Yeah. That's good. Um, and then, so, yeah, so what the, what, what's the other couple of films that you said that you're going to, uh, you can't really men even mention them, can I you? can't really mention the names until I get yeah. the official sort of sign off, but yeah, there's there's new stuff all coming through. One of them is going to be like Top Boy, you know, the TV series on Netflix. Oh, right, there's okay. a London gangster film, I'm in it. Um, I haven't yeah. get picked for any romantic comedies yet, but who knows, you know. <laughs> You'll be in a film with Kevin Hart soon. Who knows, yeah, <laughs> let's see. Um, so for anyone listening and is looking to maybe get a mentor or get guidance in the specific mm. kind of like business career or whatever, um, what would you say what to look for in a, a mentorship program? You have to find somebody, or I suggest you find somebody who actually lives it. You know, yeah. you should never be taking advice from somebody who's never even done it. There's so many people out there now that jump on this mentor name or self-development yeah. coach and they've never done anything. So, you know, I, I think it's yeah. so... There's a few coming around now I've noticed. Yeah, it's it's very, very important to take advice from people who know what they're talking about. Like, I'm 49 years old. I've beat addiction. I've grew up in a war. Um, you know, I live, eat, sleep and breathe business six days a week. Well, five days a week. But, like, I mean, I'm intensely involved. I know what it's like to come through adversity. I know what it's like to come through mm. COVID. So you, you can, I think you should only be taking advice from somebody who is an entrepreneur, who has been through hell, who has come through yeah. adversity, who live, eats, sleeps, breathes it, lives it. And then you can say, what's your advice based on? Well, I've already made that mistake. That's why I don't want you to do it. Here's what I went wrong. So it's my job to prevent you from making that mistake. Do this. Ah, yeah. 
Because for me, it's prevention's better than cure. I don't want my clients making mistakes. If I've already made similar mistakes, it's up for me to teach them and make them the best version of them. So how does somebody do that if, that have never done it? Yeah. You know, so. So um, for anyone who is looking out to reach out to you or do the mentorship program, which is a dream mentor? Dream mentor, yeah. yeah. Um, I am Tom Smith, S-M-Y-T-H on Instagram. Um, I am Tom Smith. Um, sorry, Tom Smith, the entrepreneur on Instagram. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, TikTok, Facebook. I'm not on Tinder because I'm happily married. Um, <laughs> but yeah, for anyone who is on yeah, yeah. I've got I've got a big team there. To, so feel, please feel free to reach out and yeah. we'll book a call with you and we'll. Uh, so would you would you be would you run any of your social media accounts? Do you even go on them? Or what, yeah, like I'll, I'll upload stories and bits and pieces. But um, right, okay. like AJ's yeah. my specialist now. He does all that. Um, yeah. But we'll always build content. And is that every single platform that he'll do? Yeah, because yeah. it's like one of the things I'd said earlier, it's about omnipresence. You need to be on it, all platforms. Yeah, you know, yeah. There's only one person that can be everywhere at once, which is God. But when you go on the social media, I will be there within seconds if you're following me because it's yeah. about, you shouldn't be posting once or twice a day or twice a week. It's constant posts. So then people yeah. start seeing you as the face of an industry. Start People start recognizing you. It also comes along with haters too. Yeah. But when yeah. you've grew up with sectarian hatred in a country, I, I would laugh at somebody hitting on me on social media. Like, it doesn't affect to be, me. To be honest, that's what, like, they're the ones that are uh, giving you a better reach. Like, when we post something, like, I'll post, like, videos of rails of the the podcast. And it's something, like, not even that and bad, like, just giving someone information about a grant or something that mm. they can get or whatever. And it's just people giving it loads under the comments. Mm. And there's so much of it that's making the post do better. You're just kind of like, yeah, keep them going. Yeah, that's it. You see, <laughs> that's least, you and here's something for everybody, too. You know, a hater yeah. can only affect you if you give them permission to. Yeah, like it doesn't I, even bother me nah, at all. I laugh at things like that. You know, it's, I haven't yeah. got time for me to be worrying about somebody hitting on me. You know, it's just whatever ducks back, doesn't matter yeah. at all. Yeah, that's I don't feel like people realise that they're only doing, uh, people are, like I'm doing a social media course and like some of the stuff that like they, they actually say do the mistakes on purpose so then people are coming underneath it yeah. and it's getting more direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and yeah. people are giving out or controversial stuff and like, I don't think people are realizing that some things are actually done on purpose to make yeah. them comment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for coming on, Tom. Totally my pleasure. Um, and you're you're doing an event tonight now. We're doing an event in the Westbury tonight, the Success yeah. Summit. Um, with about 150 people yeah. or more coming, it's a, it's gonna. It's, I think with an a few tickets, it'll be a complete sellout. Um, yeah. and there'll be some golden nuggets tonight. You know, how to become successful and how yeah. to keep it is where it's at. And. Uh, and um, will you be doing, for, obviously, because people who are going to be listening, this is going to be coming out in a couple of weeks' time, um, will you be doing another one coming up soon in Dublin? That, that Dublin is um, one of my big goals for me to become the number one coach and uh, self-development guy in the whole of Dublin. So yeah. watch this space. I'm, I really want to come and yeah. help people with their mindset and their businesses. Um, I also do sales training. I work for um, the biggest security company in the world called Securitas. Um, yeah. I increased their sales by a hundred million pound over over a twelve month period of coaching their staff. I've got the emails, the references, and all to back it up. So, if somebody wants their businesses, their staff re motivated and inspired and, and trained yeah. how to do things differently, I'm their guy. Or if somebody wants one to one mentoring, I'm your guy. If you want to come on to a group syllabus and work with fellow mentees, I'm your guy. Amazing. Um, you've you've probably been number one on Netflix now in the next year or so. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you're looking to reach out, you can find us at Unlock Potential Podcast or Demi's Nails and Beauty. See you next time. Uh-huh.